Hello, hello, and welcome to Mimosas with my besties. I am Erin, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. Yay! Yay! Woo! Here at Mimosas with my besties, I shoot the shit with my two best friends over drinks during brunch. We check in with one another, reminisce, talk about our general tomfoolery, speak from the heart about topics that move us, and overall, our goal is to laugh, inspire one another, and leave each chat with a warm heart. And we truly hope that you do so as well. So with all that said, uh, let me introduce my best friends and we'll go in alphabetical order. Hey, y'all. This is Amber here. I am from upstate New York, 33 years old and here to have a good time and chat. We move it right on to Siobhan now. Hey, everybody. I'm Siobhan. I am 33 years old. I live on the East Coast. Um, just enjoying life right now. How about you, hun? Hello. Again, like I said, my name is Erin. My pronouns are she and they. I am from upstate New York, uh, really close by where Amber resides. I am 33 years old. Um, Let's see. Any fun facts about me? I want to share a fun fact today. And I thought about it in the car on the way over here. And the people were driving so unsafely that it went out of my brain uh, because people were tailgating while it was raining. Um. What was it? Oh, I'm a really good driver. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst because the bad ones. <laughs> I made it alive today back home. <laughs> I swear at some point people need to be retested when it comes to getting their license. <laughs> or at least, you know, have certain testing. It has to be done during the snow or some type of precipitation event so that you can just understand just a good training. Facts. A good retrain, like a good retraining because not everybody has, dri- I mean, I didn't have driver's ed, like the whole concept of driver's ed. Who, who gets that? Yeah, I didn't have that either. It was my mom in Florida put in a dirt road, uh, drive or throw you an expressway. Don't kill us. (laughs) Listen, I would, I appreciate it because obviously, um, well, not obviously I am from New York. Another fact about me. Um, you just learn. You just get in the car and you learn. My dad, though, as a younger kid, so like seven or eight, he just put me on my lap and let me steer. And then when yeah. I got too big, he would actually let me drive in the car mm-hmm. um, at like 12 and 13. So it's like, yeah, just go. It's like a rental. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Nobody pays attention to this stuff. <laughs> um, so I'm always quick to say, like, I've been driving since I was like eight years old. It's a thing. You know, you yeah. just do it. Uh, however, the state I currently reside in, allegedly, they do their driving test in a parking lot. Um, I can't. I can't. And no. so, and they took out parallel baffles, parking, right? They took out parallel parking allegedly what? because it mm-hmm. makes people nervous and they have a greater chance of failing, which just means in my head, maybe this isn't the time. Maybe, maybe we need a little bit more practice. Be- exactly. Exactly. Just a little bit more practice. Um, it's oh. okay to fail, and yeah, you just absolutely. pick it up and go on to the next you one. Nobody's perfect. Ready. I think right. it's accomplishment if you can park parallel park from both sides, left yes. or right. Yes, Listen, that is a- when. When I had to parallel park on the left side the mm-hmm. other day, I was like, the uh, the feeling of a dr- like serotonin that went through my body of accomplishment. Instant. Yeah, Instant. I was like, and and I did it without you know I went in one scoop and yes, then forward. Absolutely. I was like, yes, I don't have to readjust myself. Yes, thank you, thank exactly. you, universe, for bringing this to me. Because yes. I always have that bit of fear when I have the parallel park, mm-hmm. even though I'm like confident in it. It was the one thing I could not do up until the point I had to do my test. My dad and I were on the streets around um, where my test was, trying to practice. I could not nail it. I could not. 
And then I get there and they had me parallel park with only one car in front of me. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could do this. Mm -hmm. I was so happy to nail it. I forgot to turn back and check before pulling out. And that's the one a demer I got on my driver's test was the fact that I didn't check for other cars. I just scooted right out because I was like, I did it. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question. Here's a question. Are you ladies a reverse driver when it comes to parking in a parking spot or a pull in person? I always have to pull or back in. I reverse yeah, into reverse. the spot. Me too. So I need Same to thing. drive out. I need to immediately drive up. There's an emergency. Mm-hmm. I can't be looking over my shoulder. Exactly. I need to just go. Um, I pull through. Mm-hmm. So I try to find a parking spot <laughs> that I can like pull through too. and hope that there's not curb that I have to jump. No, I don't yes. jump the curb. But like I, I don't I can back up. Like I used to like have a job where I had to drive 15 passenger vans with like 12 year olds in them while it was attached to a hitch with canoes on it. So I would have to navigate that through like forests and like lakes and stuff. So I know how to back up a vehicle. But it just stresses me out so much to like have to interrupt people to then back my car up. I can't do it under duress. Mm. So I just find that parking spot, even if it's farther away, and I just pull through. But I'm very careful because some people be pulling into parking spots really fast. Mm -hmm. And there's been like two times where like, thank God I was taking my time because I came nose to nose with somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. trying to pull through a spot and for legal reasons i don't actually do this because you're not supposed to do it, and i think it's illegal to pull through parking spots i don't know actually right. I don't but know. F- for legal reasons i don't do this but i pull mm-hmm. through the spot so that yes i am pulling out nose first oh yeah no people will have to just wait um while i pull into this spot i also was uh i had a video call with a friend on there and I was backing up. I was, I'm sorry, I need to concentrate. And it's funny because I always think of like Cedric the Entertainer's joke about what happened to back up. We could fly a spaceship, but still we have to turn the radio down and move back into mm-hmm. that spot just the right way. Oh, yeah. I got to turn the radio down when I um, exit a highway. I turn the radio down. Mm-hmm. Like when I get close to my location, mm-hmm. when I'm parking, People, I'm like, listen, I got to focus. So I have people like, stop talking to me. I turn the radio down. I warn people. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is focus time. Right. Because it's like one is turn off one of the senses so that you mm-hmm. can concentrate more. Especially like, if you're looking for directions, you're blasting music. So you get to the almost spot. And it's like, turn it down. Because it's basically like, yes. I can't see with the noise. <laughs> yes. But it's like, I, I don't even listen to music that loud. But for some reason, it needs to go on basically off. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. For me to ensure, especially when I'm in a parking garage, I don't mm-hmm. trust people. I ne- I also put my windows down in parking garages because I want to hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying. To- I don't care if it's winter. My windows mm-hmm. are down in a parking garage. You yeah. know, I had yeah, a car. You also like the cold, though. <laughs> yeah, true. One of my cars Literally. that I had actually, whenever I get in the highway and I'll start driving, it will turn the volume up. Uh, my music and then when i slow down it will turn it down what sorcery is that that's smart that, is that a new car no that, like that was a old, that was an older car i think um it was my cobalt i had and it used to do that and listen sally 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 was my girl i name all my cars by the way mm-hmm. sally was my girl and yeah whenever i would get in the highway it my music is be up and when i slow down it's like okay we're exiting Shh, quiet time. <laughs> right. Shh, but everybody. I think, right, exactly. I think my car does it now. Or maybe I'll just be hearing things. But otherwise, it just goes on silent. 
You know, I feel like in my head, everything, like, especially as women, you know, we can multitask and do all these different things and think about the shopping list and what we're going to do next when we get in the house. And two weeks from now, wait, 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 let me park one thing. Right. (laughs) One thing only. Exactly. Focus. Right. I would like to add to that in addition, you know, women and uh, people who were socialized female growing up. Yes. Just want to add that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, um, so, so on that, I don't know. It's not on that note. <laughs> Friends. Yeah, let's talk How about that. How many of us have them? Friends. I don't know the rest. The one we can depend on. <laughs> that's all we got. That's all we can do legally. That's right, I was going to say, we only have a good less than 30 seconds. That's, that's like right. all we can do. Yeah, let's talk I about I know it. we're a singy songy bunch. I know. Darn it. I know. Um, so, I mean, individually, we've all had conversations over this week. I mean, we always talk about friendships, all of us. Um, but especially cause I have a lot of new friendships mm-hmm. showing up in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but just kind of like, what are friends? What is a, like, what are relationships? Like, how do you, when do you start calling people friends? Like, what are the, you know, and really like growing like becoming whatever an adult is at the end of the day what is an adult but um that's a whole nother concept in right, a conversation exactly, exactly. <laughs> a whole two three different episodes but as we mature into like relationships and understanding the nuances and the intricacies of when you're younger you're like this person's my friend because they spend time with me and are nice with nice to me but like what is both the simplicity and the complexities of friendships when you get older Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you do have levels. You have the ones that are your ride or die. You can share everything with. And then you have the, hey, how are you people? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. or it's like you send a text every once in a while, hey, how are you? And that's the end of it. Or you have the ones that have been through it with you all the time where you can sit here and be like, I don't like you today. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, I miss you type, you know, Mm -hmm. or you have the relationships where you know, no matter how far you are and how many time has passed passed between you, as soon as you answer that phone, it's like you never missed a beat. Mm-hmm. Um, or you have the ones that they meet someone and then three days later, that's my best friend. No, it is not. Mm-hmm. Let's back, I mean, that, back that up a little bit. like Depending on the people, yeah. Right, depending on the people, which is like you really have to understand like when you bring someone in your life as a friend – there is so much to that you to it that you're gonna share with an individual, and the worst thing is to be hurt by a friend. So it's like be careful with that sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think what also plays a role is like your your identities too. So like friendship within queer identities, I think is and and developing that, I think it plays a role too. Mm-hmm. Um, especially coming into uh, more of my queer identity and my gender identity and my sexuality and connecting with other queer people and kind of what that looks like too. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it has been very different than uh, I think building if now, obviously I've been queer my whole life, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but when I thought I was heterosexual and cisgender and bonding with other people who were heterosexual and cisgender and what that looked like versus when I am fully owning my queer identity and de- developing relationships with fully owned other queer identity identified people. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my vision that I've had when I um I was in a, a church group, but I was explaining because they were talk kind of talking similarly, and I said the way I have it is you know you have a village, and mm-hmm. in the reality of it is that you have certain people who are what I like to term it as your ride or dies or just people you go to for close counsel. Um, they're the closest ones to your village, like your hut in the center. Mm -hmm. So they're the ones that are immediately around you. And then you just have like these outer rings. So you certainly don't always need a, um, it's not like you don't need an acquaintance for the, Hey, how are you? Because that can absolutely just be like a networking thing, Mm -hmm. or that can absolutely be, you know, something potentially in the future, but they are on the outside ring. And so depending upon how those, uh, relationships or situationships or ships period just mm-hmm. develop they move closer and closer into the circles of your village but nice. the reality is like you were saying this there's levels to this thing they're you know like playing not playing a video game but like playing a game you have to go through some things before we get mm-hmm. to the point where I feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable and transparent with you right. and sometimes that happens in like a blink of an eye um, because you went through not necessarily a traumatic event but you went through some type of event together that instantly bonded you or you know it could take a few years and in the reality the beginning is you can't really stand each other but you kind of have to deal for whatever reason you're in school together you're on a project or something like that but over time things may uh occur um but again there's levels to this there's rings in this circle um and it depends on where you are and how we're uh talking and developing so i absolutely believe in like an acquaintance or you know like a networking person but i'm right. very careful with how i use the word friend mm-hmm. um because that means something to me so when i say ride or die when i first moved to where i am now i was originally of the mindset i can't have no new friends hashtag no new friends <laughs> because i already have enough ride or dies and they're separated <laughs> enough that if they need me i need to go so i can't have any new friends so i literally had the mindset of no new friends period not just best friends because i consider i realized when i talked to lots of my friends like oh my best friend from here like all of the people that i consider my good friends are already have the best friend to it so it's like yeah we can't have any more friends because i instantly equate friends to best friends so friends is a very important title absolutely and then too what it happens when you just like saying how not having any friends you have the certain friends that are the quote-unquote jealous friends because Mm. you don't they don't realize that your connection with someone else it is going to be totally separate from what your connection is with them. So mm-hmm. sometimes friends can feel like they're replaced or mm-hmm. friends are like, oh, you you chose them over me. No, I just have a different interest than you have right now. And this person that has come into my circle and to the hut, you know, mm-hmm. they're not just on the, the shopping uh, line. They're like mm-hmm. in it, you know, they purchased, you know, a one-way ticket for now mm-hmm. and we're developing. So Let's see there. You could be friends together or not at all, which is cool too. If people understand, like just because I have a new friend doesn't mean my other friends automatically have to be their friends because again, right. separate human beings. Right. Yeah. It's important to find your tribe. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, and uh, both of you have given me lots of feedback about how I go about making friends. <laughs> and and with I, love. with no, with love, but have also in those same sentences of like, I just want you to protect your energy in those same sentences say, but then that wouldn't be you. Mm-hmm. 
that's not how Aaron makes friends. And so my connections have always been made on the fact that I'm just very, I connect with people on levels that people don't, aren't, aren't quickly prepared for most of the time, Mm -hmm. because I just like conversations when people talk to me, like they, I can just connect with people. It's an easy thing for me to do. It's a skill. It's a skill set. Like I'm just a very empathetic person. I've had a lot of like, I'm not saying I'm the most lived person ever, but there's a lot of life experience in me that allows me to be very connected to my emotions, with my past, with my heart, with my mind, you know, with my body. So when I'm talking with people, I'm coming with all that I am, not parts Mm -hmm. of who I am. Mm-hmm. Not saying that other people come with parts. And mm-hmm. if they do, that's their choice because you are saying, hey, I'm not going to give you all that I am in the beginning. I'm because you, you, you haven't, you know, earned that however you want to phrase that. Mm-hmm. I come with me full force. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, what's up? I am Aaron. I'm mm-hmm. an empathetic, powerful human being. You're, you're rolling and we're having a conversation or you're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so that can cause me to be, you know, because I'm vulnerable, that can cause me to be get hurt easily, which, mm-hmm. you know, is part of it. It can cause me to then make very intense bonds with people that can last for a very long time. Or as I've learned, you can't expect every person you interact with on even a deep level to f- be a forever friend. Absolutely. That doesn't, that does not mean that the friendship you had for that time period was not worth it. Mm-hmm. And it does not mean that it's a bad thing that you're no longer friends. You either at that time and place, while I worked at that one camp, we were deep friends. Mm-hmm. Just because we don't talk now doesn't mean that I don't think of them often or they don't think of me or that our friendship wasn't special. It just means that because we're not in the same space and time anymore, we're not connected anymore. That is okay. But it took me many years of hopping around different states and having different jobs and connecting with different people to understand that it's okay that I don't keep connected with everybody or that it isn't personally against me that people don't or have the inability to keep connected with me. And that it's not my responsibility to constantly keep connected with everybody. And that's not fair to me. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's, it's too, it's true. The fact that you've had, like, if you have friendships for a very long time, that it hits different when you're growing as a quote unquote adults, you know, adults and your friendship will change. Sometimes it will be a a space and time where if you're that person who's always there and then all of a sudden you're not there, people are like, Oh wait, but where'd they go? It's because you expected Mm -hmm. me to be there because I set the expectation way ahead of the game and not realizing that, Hey, sometimes I'm not going to be your go-to person because Mm -hmm. crap, I got to live too sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it sucks because people get, you know, people get offended, people get hurt, but it's growing as an adult. And then mm-hmm. to Aaron's point, when she mentioned how we expressed ourselves, it was more like, yes, of course, you're going to get defensive over you as a person and over you as your feelings and the level of friendship that you have to offer to anyone just because of our own personal experiences with you. And great, it, your relationship with Siobhan is different than your relationship with me. But end of the day, you are going to do what you want to do anyway. You are your own individual. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it just, when new people come in to the village, right? it's like. You got a screening process. Right. Yeah. Sit there and be like, hey, um, 
<laughs> I'll hook you up to this lie detector right here and um, ask you a bunch of questions. Right. And but tell realize, me how you really feel. Exactly. And realize that, hey, if you hurt our friend, we are roll up people, okay? Mm-hmm. Ride or dies. Exactly. We will roll up on you. Like, I will roll up on you and my untinted windows so you see me see you. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going to roll the window down slowly. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So that's I where really, that comes in. I warn new fr- like new friends that I see are going to be either in for a period of time or like I can sense they're not only going to be in here like, you know, a reason season or a lifetime. Like I can tell mm-hmm. they're going to be here for some time. I say mm-hmm. hi. So like I, my best friends... They love me very deeply. They, I'm, you're going to be talked about with them. Mm-hmm. You need to know that they are very protective of me because of what I've been through. Mm-hmm. I just need you to know that they aren't threatening you. They are promising things. Exactly. But, but, yeah. <laughs> but know that it comes <laughs> But know that it comes from a place of protection and it isn't one where they're going to be like, yeah, we're going to ro-. No, it literally just means like Aaron is a very special person to us and we want her taking very well care of. But like, obviously she's adult and knows how to communicate herself, but like, just know like that's how special she is to me. And every time I've told someone that or mentioned that they're like, you to have people be so loyal and loving to you says more about you than anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those are people that deserve the next potential level. At least you can make it to the next stage because they recognize it. The whole point of developing friendships and maintaining friendships, because to an extent Mm -hmm. they do require some work, um, is the fact that you see things in each other, whether the other person sees it themselves. And so you're helping that person to grow or maybe encouraging them to grow because sometimes parts of their journey aren't for you to be there with them. They have to go Mm -hmm. through it themselves. Um, But knowing that, you have that support group, you have that village, those people there with you while you're going through the process means the world. Um, And so for us, because we see so much in you or you've shown us so much, you've loved on us so much, we want other people to realize you're just not going to come slide up in here and think that you can start hurting her and expect no consequences. So whenever we meet, I'm also, I'm very open to getting to know you. Tell me more about yourself. I need to see exactly how you are because things don't add up now i have amber's number we can just start texting on the side Um, right because i'll be in the sideline just (laughs) looking up and down observing that your facial expression changed when she mentioned that what does that mean right i didn't like the energy i just felt exactly i didn't like the energy shift what what was this what what happened you're dismissed yeah let's let's call it here and not to say obviously that you can't do this yourself but because we have so much love for you because of (laughs) who you are Mm -hmm. um They're just certain expectations exactly, um, and standards of what we would expect for the person to come in, friend or not. Um, I was going to say, this to is just, just maintain. a friend? Are we yeah, like- friend or not, um, just to maintain. Because like you said, people come into your life for a reason, season, or lifetime. And so certainly we are going to come across, um, even in friendships, just heartbreak or um, mm-hmm. senses mm-hmm. of loss or sadness because- in a good relationship, there are going to be ebbs and flows. Um, yes. But at the end of the day, clap emojis. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are not coming with the real, please step away. Exactly. And be gone. Please pack Thank up you. your suitcase Have a great day. and hop back on that plane. You are dismissed. Right. You can go back in on that shiny horse that you came in on mm-hmm. and you can both go skedaddle right back out. 
Right. Because, yeah. Yeah. This Deuces, is, and, fade. And this is, see, okay. And so I know there has been some people who I have allowed space into my space that have not worked out so well. Um, but like, I have good intuition on people, you know, and like, Oh, I absolutely. Trust, absolutely. We're not doubting just, that. No, no, no. Oh, no. And, it's that, and again, it's not like a personal thing. Because, oh, no. like, as, because me and Siobhan will get heated about it because we get passionate. It's like, wait, mm-hmm. backtrack. Let's mm-hmm. just put it out right, there. We're we're not like rawr at her. Mm-hmm. It's just like that's my friend. This is how it happens. And if she just say the word, right? I'm there. Give right. me the reason. <laughs> right. The whole concept of ride or die is you need me because right. things are they are about to go down. Exactly. Oh, regardless yeah, of it- the miles or distance between us. Mm-hmm. Was it yesterday that I heard some sort of shift in your tone when you picked up the phone, Siobhan? And mm-hmm. I was like. I was like, oh, we, I'm dry. I'm like, oh, we going? I got right. my meds in. My, I always carry right. a certain backup med in my bag. I was mm-hmm. ready to drive. I was mm-hmm. prepared. I said, I can buy clothes when I get to where you are. Right. What is wrong? Are we going? Without hesitation, before you could breathe and let me right. know what was happening. I was right. already heading in your direction. I was like, the highway exit is to the right. Tell me now. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't take anything because it was literally the same day where you had a scream. And I was like, I'll let her address what was going on. And then we can ask what we need to do next. I don't want to distract you because when you scream, there's a thing. So I need you to pay attention and focus and then come back and let me know what is going on. How do we need to address? How do we need to address this? A bird came in my I had a bird um, fly in, fly into me, into my porch Except all I felt was something touch me. And so my reaction was an actual scream because I couldn't tell if it was a person or an animal and why it was in my space. Mm-hmm. So I shrieked. And mm-hmm. when I realized that it wasn't a bat or a human and that it was just a bird, I immediately verbalized that to Siobhan so that she didn't drop all her shit and just immediately start driving. Um, oh, because and that's a phone thing. call to right. Amber and family. Hey, yeah. you all are closer. I'm on the way. Yeah. I need you to get there first. Me and Gryffindor is on the way. Me and Gryffindor. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the new car. Yeah. The new car is Gryffindor, by the way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a really scary shriek because I'm always worried coming into that porch because my side floodlight's not working. It's pitch dark. So I can't see if someone's like to the side or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. coming in by myself. What's up? Mm-hmm. So when something touched me, I was like, and right. just screamed. And I had Siobhan on the phone. So mm-hmm. all she heard was a scream, unaware of what was happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. See, you can't do that. We can't do that with certain people. Like, what? Right. That's why I, I had to be quiet to, so I can listen to see what's going on in the background. Uh, but then also so you can assess and then tell me what's going on. Right. Because it, it can be them instances where 911, you're on the phone with them because you're trying to mm-hmm. get them to your house. But it's also telling 911, don't beat me. You better not let me beat you there. Mm-hmm. Right. Just say it. <laughs> I want to so let you then, know I'm, I'm this far away. You should be right. there before I get there. Mm-hmm. And so I, as soon as I knew everything was okay, I immediately just screamed, Siobhan, it was a bird. It was a bird. It was a bird. Everything's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a story, though, about some animals flying into your personal space. Mm-hmm. Let's talk right, about you, it. Well, Let's, yeah. Let, just minor setback, minor sidetrack. I lived in an apartment, you know, older house I was converted into an apartment. Which is great. You know, the, the structure of it was amazing. Summertime, Until. you put the AC in the window. Uh-huh. The area that I live in is known for fruit bats. 
Mm. Let's put that in parentheses, underline it, fruit, bats. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I woke up one summer night in my room. (laughs) I'm already here for it. To boom. What is happening? Girl, it was a dang on bat in my room flying around. And thank God I had fell asleep with the light on. So I saw this bat and I was freaking out. And my roommate at the time, I had to trip over her in the living room. It was like, oh my God, it's a bat in the house. Run out. It's like two o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to call everyone under the sun. And thank God my mother answered the phone. I was like, mom, we have to come to see you because it's a bat. Call my landlord. He finds, he's like, oh, you know, we go the next day. He's like, well, just take the AC out the window because they're small. They can get through things. I go to work from 11 in the afternoon, from 12 in the afternoon to 9 p.m. My roommate is home by herself. She messages me around 8.30. It was like, I think it's back. I said, go in my room, lock the door. Well, yeah, it's back. (laughs) So I get home. And I have these very long panel curtains in front of the AC. Let's 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 paint this picture. And as I crawl, I fold up one side to tie it. And as I grab the other panel, I said, "What if this bat is right here?" It's right there. Lord Jesus! I picked that piano and that little mofo flew into my face and I ran. The horror movies are lies. I have never made it down 25 flights of stairs in my life so fast. <laughs> and, like un- and unlock the door with no problem. Like, you know how they like messed up with like the locks and stuff? That's lies. Okay. Cause we was mm-hmm. out scream. And I said 25 flights, 25 stairs in my life. And my landlord, no, and my landlord was downstairs and he comes up. I was like, it's back. It was two of them, not one, two. And for FYI, if the animal is in your room or it throws himself into your presence, as in my face, Mm-hmm. You have to get rabies shots. You sure did. I was going to say, the way my public health is set up, please tell me you called animal control, you spoke to a public health nurse, you were able to discuss and go through all the proper questions so to, you yeah. can get the proper there, treatment. Yeah, absolutely. He got both of them. I mean, you know. They didn't creatures. test them? They didn't test them. He, the, not animal control, like my landlord like, took a tennis mm-hmm. racket, it was like, bang. And, you know, bye-bye Jesus. that. Jesus. But- I had to call the health department and animal mm-hmm. control and let them know that this happened to me. So then they had to like, okay, you have to go and get rabies shots and they yep. are timed for three consecutive yes. days. Yep. And those shots are like, no joke. You ever see the injection from a, that's because it goes by weight too. Weight mm-hmm. your weight and then they inject you. With the the injection. But they didn't, you didn't have any visible no, marks no, 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 on no, your no. face from no, like, no, no, okay, no, yeah. Because the thing that they, that made them do that because it was in my room to begin mm-hmm. with, flying around. Yeah. So you never know if anything's you. Never know yep. If it, yep. So mm-hmm. then when it did fly into my face, it flew and I saw something fuzzy hit the ground. So mm-hmm. it was like fuzzy feeling, like if some, like if mm-hmm. as if someone threw a sock at you. And mm-hmm. I was out. That's why I said horror movies lie, because this mm-hmm. one ran. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's good that you got the shots because I, oh, yeah. I was waiting for you to finish before I interrupted. So did you oh, call the yeah, health I department? Like, yeah, though? I did. Um, because the way my, my public health is set up, it's like, right, yeah, so no, who no, no. did you call? Absolutely call. Because I called Animal Control that night. I called 301 Animal Control, all mm-hmm. these people that mm-hmm. no one answered the phone. Good, good. I said, my mama, mom, I'm open the door. 
Because mm-hmm. moms heart- know, why are you calling me at two o'clock in the morning? What's wrong? Exactly. Exactly. Because my heart dropped once I heard and realized that it was a some sort of flying thing. And I said, if this is a fucking bat, I'm going to have to call it. Like, I was like, well, Siobhan's on the phone. So in my head, I'm like, who the fuck would I call? I was like, well, you would have called animal control. Right. Depending on what's happening, you probably would have gotten a shot. And I said, fuck me. But thankfully, it was just like one of those regular brown birds. And I was like, Siobhan, how do I get it out of my porch? And she was like, open the door, step away from it. And I was like, that's smart. And then boom, it left. And then I had like an adrenaline rush for like two mm-hmm. hours. Absolutely. Listen, Absolutely. that instant fight or flight, they they do not lie when they say when you were yeah. graced with that uh, level of um, adrenaline that can, because you realize it's already in your body. Your body just shoots it out as you need to because your brain said, hey, problem. We have to figure it out. And so you mm-hmm. instantly get your uh, um, Iron Man powers, like just exactly. instantly all in there. It's a thing. And then on top of that, having like complex PTSD, like your, your, your trauma response is already heightened. So then I have like triple the amount of like shit going through my system. I'm like, body, we're safe. And so I'm like talking to Siobhan. I'm like, I'm safe. And she's like, you're safe. Mm-hmm. Everything's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But like, I couldn't, I could barely sleep. No, mm-hmm. I, I totally agree because like that fight or flight thing, that's literally like the equivalent like all of my whenever i have a panic attack that's what happens to me that fight or flight like my mm-hmm. body's like we need to get out of here and mm-hmm. you become like an olympic sprinter all that stuff happens until you your body calms down but yeah no i was not about it with that bat life at all mm-hmm. i was out it was like freddy cougar was coming after me in reality and not my dreams i was like nope nope don't want it can't do it absolutely not Listen, rabies is not to be messed with. You was about no. to get the full on Siobhan Inquisition. <laughs> How oh, long no. ago was this? When did you get this done? Who oh, did you speak yeah. to? Okay. You know, Good. that was like 2015, 2014. And my roommate didn't have to because it wasn't in her area mm-hmm. of the apartment. It was in mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two, because it flew into my face. So that's a fun mm-hmm. story. I got hit in the face with a bat and not the baseball bat kind. I was right. gonna say we need to specify the material and whether oh, it's alive yeah. or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but here at Mimosas with my besties, we make sure that you are educated on what to do right. if a bat is in your space. Exactly. And depending on where you're located, you call your local municipalities, mm-hmm. mostly your health department and or animal control. And Listen. yeah, because that thing is the area that I was in. I've lived there like a lot of my life. They're fruit bats. I mean, me and my old neighbors used to watch them fly in the skies because of the area and the trees that are there, which, I mean, mm-hmm. they're great for the environment. Just why did you have to invade my atmosphere and my space? But, like, don't be scared of bats, but just, like, be wary. Oh, yeah. No, no I think they're, they're cute great creatures. when they're little. Great you know creatures. What? You know what's not cute? Possibly. No, just- <laughs> they are not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's not cute? Possums. Possums. They are pretty. They're so pretty. They are, they are pretty like a mother loves you pretty, but not rude. like the That's general rude. consensus. I'm just saying, the person who gave birth to you would love you. Um, but for many, you're just not going to win particular awards. But it's okay because there's a space for ev- there's a space and a place for everyone. Except right. mosquitoes. We've had this conversation. Oh, yeah, except for mosquitoes. Mosquitoes, mosquitoes and can ticks. fuck off. Mosquitoes and ticks. You know they what? have no evolutionary purpose. Go. Let's yes. let's figure out where else we can put you in the world. Go. You know Live what else there. Is cute? Or just don't. No. 
We can do without chips and we can do without mosquitoes. Like I said, on our previous podcast, I linked to that tick. And what? And chiggers. Chiggers. What is that? Oh, those little bitey, lovely bugs that leave you with the gift that keeps on giving. So they'll bite you and you don't necessarily immediately, to my understanding, because I, knock on wood, have not had an encounter. They will bite you. You do not know in the moment, but they have left you a lovely toxin where you continuously (gasps) just itch for days and days and days. All right. Let's stop talking about itching. Right. We'll start itching. You know what else cute? already itching. Raccoons are cute. Okay. They are. They're, they're so dorks. cute. Are raccoons cute? They are cute. It's just like they're just little like they're, they're little robbers, and they're so they get. I mean, they get really big, like bigger than most like small dogs and cats. Yeah. But they're just like in their own mindset, like whatever. I saw her. with their apartment. own little hands. Exactly. <laughs> you ever see like a raccoon eat something, or you know, mm-hmm. people rehabilitate them and stuff? And I saw a raccoon sweep the floor. I was like, can we? What? He's sweeping. Mm-hmm. He is sweeping mm-hmm. people. I um, want one. Why did it just dawn on me that people who are listening can't see what I just did in the video to you guys? Oh. Um, for those of you at home <laughs> who can't see <laughs> and are just listening, I have a tattoo of a raccoon as well as a couple mm-hmm. other animals on my arm. And the raccoon represents me. <laughs> so I have a special Same. place in my heart for raccoons. You're cute. <laughs> They are. They're totes adorbs. They are. They're little it's hands. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, you know, you know how I feel about raccoons. Yes. And they're so smart. They are very they're smart. So smart. You know, the other day, because, you know, I'm a Disney, um, Disney villain, my Disney princess. Um, <laughs> villain I tr- princess. I right. tried. Equal opportunity. To be friends with a chipmunk. Like I went outside, take out my garbage. I came back. He like ran to the like you know little walkway, and we had a stare down. And I stared at him, and he stared at me, and I said hi. And <laughs> he, he he stood there, and I took a few steps, and he was like not moving. I said, "Oh, are we gonna be friends?" I took another step, and he ran. I said, "I guess not." He'll but I was I I would have <laughs> I would have picked him up if he had let me. Listen, things I don't mess with, uh, squirrels. Um, nope. Because they don't play games. Don't think mm-hmm. for a second that because they have fluffy tails, they aren't cute. Listen, squirrels are just the bougie version of rats, okay? <laughs> you know I'm sorry. Quote of the podcast. Squirrels are the bougie version of rats. Listen, I'm they're done. the same thing. People just assume that squirrels are a little different um, because they're more publicly acceptable. Listen, squirrels <laughs> is out here about it, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. They are oh, about yeah. it. I can't breathe. I think squirrels <gasps> are actually secretly employed by insurance companies. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I've. This I, podcast has gone off the rails. I really Please elaborate do because you ever see the confusion in a squirrel? Yes. Of like when you're driving and it gets like halfway and it's like, where do I go? No, what car? Get go. Should I go back? No, yes. cross the streets. Yes. And He's they like, will cross the street, come back to the curb, then go back out, back, then exactly. come back to the curb. As if like Listen. you're already halfway there, sir. You're trying to make me get an accident because now I don't know <laughs> if you're going to go all the way across or if you're going to you know, go back. So it's like, which way am I swerving? I paid my insurance this month. Don't mess with me. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and I think we I, we can't stop for squirrels. Like we would still, it, no, it's your fault. But the squirrel, no, but it's you. Mm-hmm. It's you. I have a coworker who shared a story about how she doesn't slow down for squirrels. Um, so they have to figure it out. And um, <laughs> oh I was like, God. that is savage. That is savage. And listening to another coworker share the story where he was in the vehicle with her when she decided she's still going for it. Wow, <laughs> that kind of hurt my heart a lot. I'm yeah. just listen. You should have crossed the road. Wow. <laughs> just I mean, how do you do? Th- how do you live that? I I can't. No. I figure one of a couple of things. One, um, you may have been in a situation where you did stop and got into an accident and then had to pay because the insurance company said that's on you. Um, or two, you're just naturally like that. You've had to have had an experience, saw somebody who had an experience. Um, be a sociopath is what you're saying. You have to be a so No. You see, in no. that instance, in that instance, that squirrel got his quota for the month because <laughs> you got an accident. <laughs> My point I, is Wasn't proven. that like a Geico commercial? <laughs> They're all employed. employed by insurance companies. <laughs> all of them. It has to be like a, wasn't it a Geico commercial yeah, or something yeah, like that where yeah. they were throwing everybody off the road? And then they were high five each other. That's yes. what the mofos do. They Absolutely. were pounding each other up. <laughs> Absolutely. There's always another squirrel on the sidelines like, get them. You see yeah. that one? Listen. That one. No. I, no. Listen, the one time I, I knowingly uh, hit a squirrel, I cried. I cried. I, I instantly too. called my mom and my sister because I felt so horrible. And it's like, well, maybe after work I can come by and see if it's okay. Um, but it was gone. No. I would have been. I would have cried too. It would have messed yeah, up. Yeah, no, I day. cried. I cried. I get upset I, if you run over like already dead roadkill. I get upset. Like, no, yes, I, made it I worse. get hysterical if I run over something that's already deceased. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like if it's if it is uh, no, like. Mm-hmm. If I feel the bump, I go, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. driving. And I'm like, what just happened? Like, mm-hmm. I don't do well. When that, and I I will say this. Remember, I was on my way to my colonoscopy. So, again, mm-hmm. I am prepared. Like, I am no food, no water for, like, no mm-hmm. food for 24 hours, no water for 12 hours. It's a hours. full drought on the inside. Full drought. Mm-hmm. Girl next to me hits two deer. Mm-hmm. And, one, mm-hmm. and one comes into me. So again, I didn't hit a deer. The deer hit me. <laughs> I shriek. You know, you know that shriek, that sound I made when you heard me, Siobhan? Try that like 10 times louder and harder. Because mm-hmm. you see it that's, coming, but you can't do anything. That's mm-hmm. the sound I made when this deer came into me. And then I saw it f- hop away. Mm-hmm. It's alive. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. I don't give a shit if it got hit by two cars and 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 struggled to walk away. It is alive. Mm-hmm. Listen, that dare went back and told his family. And it friends. went back. Listen. It lived its life. It got rehabilitated by physical therapists in the deer world. Um, this I will take. This is what I. This is the narrative I am telling myself and living with. Listen, or I would. And then this lady again. I am getting adrenaline through my system with literally nothing in me. I have to hug this lady. This is pre-COVID, by the way. I have mm-hmm. to hug this lady <laughs> because she's screaming at me through the door as we're holding up traffic. She's like, what do I do? I said, we're going to pull off to this parking lot. Um, and then she's trying to like calm herself down. I'm like, hi, my car is fine. Um, I'm going to go handle something. <laughs> Stuff's got to get sho- shoved up my right, ass. I got to get um, I'll be back. Um, right. We're good. Like, I'm good. Are you okay? And she needed a hug. 
wasn't I the one in the situation that needed to be taken care of? Mm. Well, you put, I, I think both people, I think you both could have deserved a hug from each other. Well, well we both deserved moment. a hug, but in the, in the situation of the thing, I was like, what is happening? So yeah. let but me that's tell the you. first time I ever hit an animal, but technically the animal hit me. So that's my story. In the wilderness, okay, in the wilderness, when the squirrel doesn't do it right, they got to go to the management, which is <laughs> oh, a deer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like this should be a movie. And the deer, because you ever see like some deers, they come out and they assess the situation. Other ones just don't give a crap. Mm-hmm. So there's some deers that assess it like this. Did Jim, did you really have a hard time with that vehicle? Let me go see. I can't believe we're on this topic. And mm-hmm. they go out and mess stuff up. I got it. I got it. I mm-hmm. stumped all over that car and kept walking. And then you have the instances where they don't got it. That mm-hmm. was a bigger vehicle than I thought. You know what? Jim was right. He couldn't get that vehicle. But <laughs> <laughs> the na- the narrative, the narrative the that animals- you have created here. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Listen, I love the names. I feel as if um, there's a favorite comedian of mine who does animal voiceovers. I think he would enjoy um, adding to the story. Yes, please. You know, don't steal my idea, my fan fiction. No, no, no. But certainly not. The I'm just saying, like. <laughs> The animals talk because I had an instance Absolutely. where deers, I was going to turn, there's a bunch of us going to turn to get on expressway. The deers came from the mist. Mm-hmm. Okay. And oh, walked, I freaking yes. hate when they do and that. And walked into the middle of four-way traffic mm-hmm. and Extra just stood slow. there. It was like- The parkway? No, it was, well, just before, nope, it was like- One of the 90s? Yeah, one of the 90s. Yeah. And it just came out of one of the bushes and just four of them just stood in the middle of the four-way stop. And it was just like- Mm-hmm. Um, honk the horn and you like ease closer and the dare look at you like what well, do you I want you would. Would. I wish you, you would, would. <laughs> hoof side hoof side exactly <laughs> I My wish family. you would I will trample this car exactly <laughs> do something I'm like yo and it's like um, de- uh, deer and family can you guys move no nah okay also her car was wrecked I bet deer mm-hmm. Are muscle pure just pure muscle listen muscle and craziness depending upon the season that they're in true because they out here i don't care nothing about these cars i'm mm-hmm. getting to old girl on the other side of this parkway I one way late. or the other exactly i am late for dinner listen for you it is a thing i, mm-hmm. I just want to point out the amount of time <laughs> that we have spent going into fucking detail about and i'm just going to review this so everybody's aware um that squirrels squirrels yeah depends on who you listen to depends depends on who you listen to on uh queer eye because i love when they had that little debate like squirrel, what do you call it? squirrel, squirrel versus squirrels <laughs> Why was I, I thinking Tan. that in my head? Why you, I was there. As I said you. it, I, th- I heard Girl. Tan say, that's not how you say it. That's not um, how you say it. But the way my American accent is set up, it is squirrel. <laughs> Squirrels um, mm-hmm. work for insurance companies and mm-hmm. we have, uh, uh, mm-hmm. what's the empirical proof? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. We told stories about running over animals. Because again, I'm just going to put another content warning because of course, mm-hmm. this is yeah. where we are. Um but because we can't not talk about phobias and animals and injuries. Right. Um, and we, <laughs> what was the third thing? Now I don't remember. Deers and management. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they be the management of the thing. Like, I mean, th- th- oh, 
that's just like birds. Birds have a play in it too. You know, you got your like lower level agents and you got your mid-level agents. Cause you ever see a bird try to like almost run to your vehicle and they swerve? Little assholes. So there's bureaucracy. So in submation, there is bureaucracy when it comes to animals. Yes. Cars. Yes, absolutely. The level is because real. They all work for the insurance companies. Which makes sense because we have, you know, infringed upon their space. So I totally accept them wrecking us. Oh, I totally agree. Like I didn't mean wreck to come us. into your area right now, sir. But wreck I'm trying to get us. to my area, sir, ma'am. Um animal. Yeah. I just want to get to, I just want to park my vehicle so I am no longer in your way. Okay. <laughs> So I feel like I feel like if a bird was like flying towards your car, technically I think I'm in his way because he knew the direction he was going. So I, I don't know. I just made a split decision to turn right. So mm. so it's all it's truly all our fault, and I 100 percent accept all of like I, I no fault. sarcasm accept that mm-hmm. responsibility. Yep, I accept um, that. Does anyone else have any last minute like round out thoughts they want to say for and again to review the topics of this episode? Animals, friendship. <laughs> I would say friendship is still at the top. That was friendship. very important. Friendship, mm-hmm. animals. Yep. And as you can see, because of the friendship, we're able to feed off of each other and add mm-hmm. on to the story. Mm-hmm. Listen, we mm-hmm. could all create a story about my, the situations. Yeah. My imagination and the runs things. for a way for my imagination is just out there. So. And this is why I don't do scary movies, because my imagination and this cat <laughs> would drive me up a wall. So we should do an improv episode about where we just tell a story. Is this what I'm? And it just oh, goes I'm yes so and for yes it. and so for it because who I can make up some things or even I, one of those things we have to fill in like you have to do the story and yes. say Ad-libs. name yes 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 wait hold we're mad we're totally doing a mad lib I'm trademark. not good at it but um, I enjoy watching it I'm willing to and- try it though. That makes me remember, like, what's an adjective, an adverb, <laughs> right. a verb? Right. Like, mm-hmm. keeps me up on my English, you know, lit. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Well, if no- nobody else has any last minute thoughts or responses or no. anything like that, no? I don't think so. Mm-mm. All right. Cool. So, uh, again, we want to thank you for joining us um, for our podcast. We hope you laughed with us, especially this episode. Um, <laughs> In some way, shape, or form, and enjoyed yourself. Uh, you can find us on our social medias, which is on Instagram at mimosas underscore besties underscore podcast. On Twitter, we're mimosas underscore besties, and then on Facebook, you can find us as mimosas with my besties podcast. Uh, we hope you have a lovely day, and of course, stay hydrated. We'll see you later. Bye. 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 Toodles.